The deal was on. It was delayed. Then it was off. World's richest man, Elon Musk, and the social media site Twitter couldn't come to terms. Now they're set to sue each other over accusations of breaking legal contract. Back in April, it was the shock heard round the internet. $44 billion to purchase Twitter, and Elon Musk, creator of Tesla and SpaceX, was ready to pony up. But delays upon delays led many to think the deal was dead. Just a few days ago, Musk made it official, or so he thought. He said Twitter wasn't forthright in their disclosures. Twitter says Musk is the one who wasn't forthright. Now, both are suing each other. These stories are a little hard to relate to, but thankfully Jesus sees the poor in spirit and he never backs out of his promises to forgive our sins and make us more like him. We can bank on the good news. Welcome to Haven Today and our third day in a series we're calling Hiding God's Word. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus and soon we'll be joined again by Aaron House the leader of a ministry called Piercing Word. His purpose, and his ministry's purpose, is to help Christians hide God's Word in their hearts. And he believes it's important to do this, because you never know when you're going to need to do spiritual battle. It could be driving home from work today. It could be this coming weekend when you're checking emails on a computer for Aaron and his wife Emily. One battle came after having several miscarriages and they began to question the goodness of God. But the Lord used a psalm to minister to them, a psalm that Aaron had committed to memory. He'll share more of that story in that psalm with us in just a moment. And then we're going to look together to God's Word. Then after the program, I want to send you the book written by Aaron and Emily House. It's called Warriors of the Word, The Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. I'm going to assume that you're like me. You want to hide God's holy word in your heart, but sometimes remembering it can be a bit of a struggle. Well, this book was written to help Christians like you and me to memorize Scripture, and it takes in mind all the different ways we have in learning and gives some really fun techniques to us in the process. If it could help me, I know it can help you prepare for coming spiritual battles that you're going to face in life. Remember, the Word is our only offensive weapon, so why not have it ready in your heart with the help of this book? You can learn more about Warriors of the Word by visiting our website at haventoday.org, haventoday.org, or call us at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And just before we hear our first song, we still have those DVD copies of The Most Reluctant Convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis's conversion to Christ for your gift to the ministry. Now let's get started with a great hymn set to music in a style and arrangement by Fernando Ortega. How firm a foundation. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said, to you who for 
foundation you or ye saints of the lord is laid for your faith in his excellent work these words are true but how many people in our world believe them how firm a foundation sung for us by fernando ortega from his ultimate collection i'm charles morris this is haven today and the program is called hiding god's word back in 2018 gq a men's fashion magazine listed the top 21 books no one should read. It may not surprise you to know that the Bible was high on that list. Repetitive, foolish, outdated. These were the words they used to describe the word of life. And when I heard that, I thought, what you might be thinking now, have they ever even read the Bible? Because if they had, they wouldn't be saying that. But in today's world, sadly, Many Christians seem to be taking GQ's advice. The church in the Western world is in a crisis, but it's a crisis we don't hear about very often. Illiteracy, biblical illiteracy, increasing numbers of Christians who do not read their Bibles every day. 
they can't identify key verses or stories from God's Word, and maybe worst of all, mistakenly ascribe certain phrases to the Bible. It is a problem. Recent surveys show that only about a third of professing Christians read their Bibles regularly. So many believers walking around without the Word in their hands and without the Word in their hearts. Aaron House wants to change that. I met up with Aaron recently in Dallas, and more than just talking about trying to help people memorize the Word, Aaron was clear that his goal is to help the church learn how to wield the Word of the Spirit mightily once again. And then he shared a powerful psalm that helped he and his wife when they were going through a really hard time. Listen to my conversation with Aaron. I don't want to put you on the spot, Aaron, but I do want to brag on you a little bit. How much have God's Word have you memorized at this point? And you're only 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by God's grace. Um, Thank you for putting it that way, too. Uh, I've memorized and recited before public audience 26 books of the Bible. It's uh, the hardest thing I've ever done to memorize that much, but uh, it's the one of the most rewarding things that I've done. And uh, I, I, I tell my story in the Warriors of the Word book. Uh, we, we talk about how I endeavored to memorize the entire New Testament in one year. Uh, I didn't finish in a year, and uh, there's a whole story of how God used that in my life to shape me and even humble me and do different mm. things in my life. But it's uh, God showed me that I'm not, I'm not. It's not about me being the hero. It's about me equipping others and coming alongside the church so that they can be unified and know the Word of God and 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 wield it as as a sword in their lives. With that in mind. Why don't you share something with me that you've memorized? Yeah. We don't have time for Isaiah or Jeremiah on the program. <laughs> but but how about a psalm? Yeah. That God has used to minister to you mm-hmm. that he could use through you to minister to me and everyone else listening today. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'd love to share with you Psalm 34, which is a psalm that God used in my wife and I's life when earlier on in our marriage, my wife had several early-term miscarriages, and uh, was really questioning the goodness of God in the midst of grief. Mm -hmm. And she would ask me to read this passage to her almost every night, and I I decided, well, if I'm going to read it to you every night, I might as well memorize it. So I did, and uh, it's been a huge blessing to her and and I. and it leads you to Christ, and it it reminds you that Psalm 34 in particular of how... He guards us, you know, yes. he protects us, he, he encircles us, and, well, please, just, yeah. you're the one who knows it word for word. I have to open my Bible here yeah. Yeah. and read it. I would love to share it with you. It says, I will bless the Lord mm. at all times. Mm. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. Mm. He delivered me out of all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him. And delivered him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. 
fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him have no lack. Young lions suffer want and hunger. But those who fear the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, and listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. But the Lord redeems the life of his servants, and none of those who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Psalm 34. Praise God. That was Aaron House reciting Psalm 34, one of the many, many psalms he has memorized. In fact, I think by now he's memorized the entire Psalter. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing with us. I want to go back to something that Aaron said just now. He wants to help us to learn how to wield the sword of the Spirit. I said earlier, we are in a crisis as a church in the Western world, and that's true. We've put down the sword of the Spirit, and we've picked up the sniper rifle of social media or the shotgun blast of news outlets and gossip. What place does the word have in your life? Is it a sword for you? A weapon that you can wield, not against people and certainly not to win debates, but against the darkness that seeks to overcome your heart and your mind. Do you pick it up every day? Do you let it challenge you to walk more faithfully with the Lord? Memorization isn't just filling our heads so we can impress others with how much we know. It's about coming humbly before the Lord and asking the Lord to mold our hearts and to shape us as we take up and read His powerful Word to us. Why don't we do that? Now hear me out. I'm not trying to say that we don't love the Lord or want to live to glorify him. I honestly believe we've forgotten, though, what the Bible really is. We know Jesus has saved our soul. We know the Lord walks with us in our pain. But we've forgotten that the Bible is the Lord's way of speaking directly to us. Second Peter 1 puts it this way, We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke with God as they were carried along, as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. We would do well to pay attention to this word, Peter says, 
And when he says prophetic message, he's reminding us that the entire Bible is a prophetic message, proclaiming the coming of Christ and his mighty works to save us from our sin. The whole Bible is about Jesus. And we need to pay attention to that, Peter says. As something completely reliable, it tells us about Jesus, our sin, the love of the Lord, and it is completely reliable. We can trust it. But what else did he say? The Word is a light shining in a dark place. I never noticed this before. But Peter's words here aren't actually a reference to the darkness of the world around us. A light shining in a dark place, we usually think that's a reference to the sin and chaos that surrounds us. But Peter didn't go that way. He said this word is a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. The dark place is our own heart. It's not just those people who need the word because they're so trapped in darkness. No, it's us. We need the word. Our hearts are dark and sin overshadows us, but the word drives the dark of doubt away. Pay attention to the word. Meditate on the word. Memorize the word. Take the word up daily and ask the Lord to shine his light into your dark heart. Christ has come. He has spoken to us. And he has given us his word and his spirit. So we know we are never alone in this world. Would you take a moment and just pray with me right now? Lord in heaven, as your word says, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path always. Lord, I think back in my own life and I came to faith in Jesus Christ through your word reaching out to me through the Gospel of John one night many, many years ago. And I think many of us praying together right now would have a similar story to that. We ask you to teach us your word. Lead us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Lord, all because of Jesus Christ who came and died for our sins to give us new life and who still today through the power of the Holy Spirit speaks to us through the word. Lord, may we meditate more on your word. May we not lose sight of it in our lives every day. May we start our days and even end our days thinking and reflecting and meditating on your word. Lord, in our relations with other people, in our sharing good news, the gospel with other people, it comes as we share your word as you have shared it with us. So may we all take this to heart today and hide God's word in our hearts, not only today, but for the rest of our lives, until Christ returns or until you call us home before then. We give you all the glory and thank you now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Words of life. 
words of hope give us strength help us go in this world wherever we roam ancient words will guide us home ancient Linda Shasso from her album Ancient Words, and that, of course, is the song we just heard, Ancient Words, here on this Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. The program's called Hiding God's Word. We all want to hide these ancient words in our hearts, don't we? But we can't all do it the same way. After all, God made our brains work a little differently. Whether you learn best visually or audibly or Kinetically, Aaron and Emily Howes know how to help you. 
They've written a book with all kinds of learners in mind. And beyond that, Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories, also includes their own personal story. And it's powerful. You'll read how God used his word in their lives as they struggled and triumphed, rejoiced and grieved. And you will be encouraged to turn to Scripture in the highs and lows of your life as well. You know what? I think you can do it. I think you can memorize God's word and hide some of it in your heart. Tuck it in there. Have it there for when you need it. For your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you your own copy of this book. Just call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or get it there on our website, haventoday.org haventoday.org. Watch the video we put up with Aaron so you get to know him a little bit better. And a quick reminder, if you wanted to but still haven't gotten The Most Reluctant Convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis's conversion to Christ on DVD, we still have that for your gift to the ministry as well. And now, just before we go, I want to invite you to come to Israel and Jordan with me in late November. It's a small tour, and that's why it's good. It'll help you, together with me, see the Bible in a new and exciting way. Walk with me. Pray with me where Jesus walked and prayed. Ask about it when you call. Read more about it at haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again tomorrow, won't you? But again together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It's a truth we tell our kids from the time they can first speak. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. It's a simple truth. One even a tiny child can grasp, but it's a truth that it's so easy to lose hold of. The people of Israel understood that more than anyone. After their exile to Babylon, many of them were wondering if the Lord still loved them. Malachi 1-2 breaks through the doubt, a simple yet profound declaration from the Lord Almighty, I have loved you. That's all we need to hear. In Christ, he has loved us. He's remained faithful, and he saves us to the uttermost. Remember that when your doubt returns. I have loved you. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.